Hi, Scott. <laughs> Hi, Tata Marty. Hopefully the third time will be a charm. Yeah, yeah. How are you? Very, very well. I hope you are. Yeah, I'm doing good. And hope you're following all the precautionary measures and you're staying safe during this pandemic time. Absolutely. I hope the same for you. Yeah, sure. You're also doing good. But hope, uh, starting with a positive note, uh, no more positive cases should be identified in any of the state and all should be healthy and peaceful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hi, friends. So today we have Scott, uh, one of the eminent guests in our podcast show. So let me give you all a short and sweet introduction about Scott Perry and his areas of expertise and his achievements. Scott Perry is creative on purpose chief difference maker and author of the Amazon top sellers Endeavor and Onward. In addition to difference maker coaching, Scott is a head coach in St. Godkins Akimbo Workshops. Scott is a husband and father who goes for a cemetery run every day and quotes Marcus Aurelius more often than he should. Scott believes you enhance your life most through the work that elevates others. He's on a mission to help people like you fly higher in the difference only you can make. Hope I had given a very nice introduction, Scott. What do you say? That's fantastic. Thank you so much, <laughs> Tatavarti. I appreciate this opportunity to speak with you. Thank you very much, Scott. It's my privilege to have you on my show. And could you please elaborate about the uh, top sellers books of you, uh, Endeavor and Onward? What Endeavor and Onward speaks about? Sure. Um, yeah. So Endeavor was a book, uh, it, both both books are handbooks. They're very, very short and they're intended to be very pragmatic and approachable and help you get going with the lessons that are inside them and, and move into possibility with the difference only you can make. Endeavor is very much a book about finding, uh, discovering, developing, and delivering the difference only you can make. Uh, an endeavor is any meaningful work that you do with and for others that seeks to enhance your own life by elevating the lives of others. Onward is uh, a, a book that is about embracing uncertainty and navigating adversity because the, both will happen if you're engaged in an endeavor. And it's a book that is intended to help people experience less stress and more flourishing and equanimity as they lean into the inevitable challenges of doing meaningful work. And it gives basically a three-step process based on principles from Stoic philosophy that will help you make better decisions and lean into challenges and make a difference with and for the people that you find yourself with. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Actually, uh, this line has grasped my attention, uh, the caption of the onward, where the satiety ends, possibility begins. Yeah, that's the, the subtitle. And it's, it's a reference to what makes human beings so fascinating. We are creatures that crave the status quo. We like to know where we stand and what's expected. And we are also very aspirational creatures that want to strive and push the edges of our ability and understanding to better ourselves. And we maintain, you know, these two things, these two kind of opposing impulses often at the same time and every, every single day. And so 
the book again is encouraging readers to explore the edges of their understanding and ability to leave aside their value judgments and their strong emotional attachments and lean into the the possibility and of developing their promise as and becoming better human beings doing better work um, and doing that work with and for other people yeah it was a very catchy line indeed so it was very <laughs> yeah and one more uh, question i would like to ask you scott uh, like chief difference maker so what exactly the role of the difference maker so how you would bring the difference yeah so my brand is called creative on purpose so it's obviously okay. about and uh, about leveraging our inherent creative nature our ability to work together uh collaborate and solve interesting or difficult problems and to do that with intention and integrity and all human beings are difference makers because as we collide with each other and as we engage in our work and in our roles and relationships uh, in our lives we have an impact on other people and if you're going to have an impact if you're going to make a difference why not make it a difference for the better and why not um, explore your potential and deliver on your promise through work that can be done to elevate others as well and so you know at creative on purpose we assert that everyone is a creative and we encourage people to engage or reacquaint themselves with their creative um, nature we encourage them to do that thoughtfully and deliberately and on purpose and we encourage them to find an endeavor where they can make the difference that only they can make um, by doing meaningful work with and for others yeah that's great and your work speaks a lot actually uh, you enhance your life most through the work that elevates others that was superb fantastic yes our work speaks a lot and it's worthy enough like uh, what do you feel like uh, when people uh, buy books on amazon and when read your books so what is your reaction as an author so what do you feel um well gratitude more than anything uh yeah i never intended i never imagined that i would um be uh, the, the author of any books i never had that aspiration um although when i say that out loud i'm reminded that as a as a very young boy I used to um, borrow my parents' typewriter. Uh, maybe some of your um, listeners don't know what that is, but before there were, were computers, keyboards, there were actual physical typewriters that typed letters as you pushed buttons. And I used to create these little um, these little storybooks. I would, you know, type type pages of um, text and then illustrate and staple them together and share them with my family and friends um so maybe i did have that impulse at an early age but i certainly didn't i lost touch with it for a very long time i didn't publish my first book until i was um in my 50s and now i've published seven handbooks um in, in six years uh and it's fantastic you know, we, we, we live in an age where we have these powerful digital tools and yeah. in a way, it's, it, it's uh, you know, since anybody can publish a book, almost everybody does publish a book. So it's very noisy and crowded. But again, by just being really intentional about what I'm creating and who I'm creating for it for, I'm able to get the handbooks into the hands of people that um, will benefit from it. And I, you know, I hear from people almost every single day 
uh, in my email inbox uh, who have collided with my work, who have read my books and who share that it's made a real difference in their life. So it's just uh, immensely gratifying to have my work out in the world and see that it's making a difference for some people. Yeah, you're doing amazing. So as a child, you never dreamt of becoming an author, right? Yeah. It's, it's, so now, it, yeah, tell me. Oh, I was just going to say, it, 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 what happened was uh, I, I made a living for most of my adult life as a professional musician. Um, I was okay. very, very lucky to be able to raise a family and maintain a family and, um, you know, buy homes and put kids through college and buy cars and all that by doing something I deeply loved, which was playing music for other people. Um, but when I transitioned into this work that I'm doing at Creative on Purpose and the being a head coach in the Akimbo workshops, um, I was trying to figure out what, you know, what was I going to do next? I knew I wanted to do something new um, and something different. And writing is how I made sense of what it was that I was trying to build, uh, mostly through blogging. But then when I had 100 blog posts, it, I realized that there was a theme and that if I repurposed a lot of that content, I could create my first book, which was called The Store Creative Handbook. Um, and I've done the same for all seven of my books. They're really just uh, collections. They're, they're based on the collective inspiration and insight that I've gleaned from my weekly blogging practice. Uh, and so it's it seemed like the natural next step to become, uh, a, you know, an author and leverage Amazon to be able to get my work and my ideas out into the world. That sounds great, Scott. And uh, actually, when I'm going through bio, I have seen that you're a head coach in Seth Godkin's Akimbo workshops, right? Yes. So what type of works will be performed uh, in the Akimbo workshops? Could you please elaborate on that? Yeah, so my transformation and and my pivot from being a musician to being uh, a coach and an author came as a result of Seth Godin's Alt-MBA program. Uh, that was in August of 2016. That's a workshop that's a 30-day sprint done with um, cohorts of other students uh, that's deeply transformative. You you get to explore um, your potential and your promise, and you discover that you're capable of doing much more and doing much better than you've been doing. Uh, I completed that program, went through the training to become a coach in the Alt MBA, but didn't get selected to coach in, in the next uh, session. And then months later, was invited into the first Akimbo workshop, which is called the Marketing Seminar and was asked to become a coach for the Akemba workshops um, after that. Uh, those workshops are different than the Alt-MBA in that they are usually longer than 30 days and they are, uh, most of the activity occurs on f discussion boards between students and coaches are really just um, there in these programs to uh, protect and promote the process, which is to get students to lean into the content into, and each other to level up in whatever the theme of the workshop is. So the marketing seminar is obviously about becoming a, an ethical storyteller and uh, using uh, moral, moral rules to connect your work with the people that need it. Um, 
I had coached in the creatives workshop, which probably speaks for itself, but it's about turning pro in a creative endeavor. I also had coached in the freelancers workshop, which is targeted at freelancers. Uh, I've coached in the bootstrappers workshop and the story skills workshop. And so if you go to akimbo.com, uh, there's an array of workshops, and I'm sure that they have one um, that would be right for your listeners. They're very powerful programs, and I'm very, very grateful and lucky to be able to be a head coach in those programs. Okay, outstanding. And coming to your roles played, like you're playing the role of husband, father, coach, and difference maker. <laughs> and this is a somewhat a funny question, but I hope you would answer this. So which role is giving you the hundred percent satisfaction? Ah. Hope your wife is not hope your wife is not listening to his podcast actually. Well, she uh, she would agree with the answer I'm going to give. So one of the things I talk about in onward is how uh, this idea of life work balance that we talk a lot about at least here in the United States is actually um, a delusion and an invitation to shame. You know, there's no such thing as work-life balance. We spend all of our all of our lives being alive, um, and we spend a third of that living in work and whatever work we do to pay the bills. Work we have to do is what I call it. And then, but we also have this opportunity to do the work we get to do, which is what endeavor and onward is all about. And so rather than think of myself as, oh, sometimes I'm a husband and sometimes a father and sometimes I'm a coach and sometimes I'm a musician, I just think of myself as a fully integrated Scott Perry on a quest to become a better version of himself. I show up in all my roles and relationships um, as the best version of Scott Perry that exists at that moment. So whether I'm with my wife or with my sons or as a coach in the Akimba workshops or making a difference as a difference maker coach uh, in creative on purpose, I'm showing up fully as who I am. I know what my values are, my guiding principles. I, I recognize my skills and talents and I try to put myself into situations where I'm spending most of my time with people who share my values and need my talents to enhance their lives. Wow. That's great and inspiring. <laughs> Uh, apart from uh, your achievements and all, Scott, so I would like to ask one general question. Uh, so during this pandemic time, uh, we have seen many people are facing mental health issues, right? Mm. Yeah. So what? Do, yeah. So what does actually mental health mean to you? Is it the same as the happiness, or is it simply the absence of the mental illness? How you'll treat as mental health? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I come from a family that um, has been visited by depression and bipolarism, uh, you know, through generations. Um, it's uh, afflicted, you know, my, uh, my father and my brother, for sure. Um, and so mental health is um, something that is very important. And it is something that I think we see a rise in, uh, in modern times, period, but the pandemic times for sure have uh, have really amplified um, and and created more struggles around mental health. I, again, I think that it, it is integrated into our physical and spiritual well-being as well. Uh, when I 
began writing Onward. It was a very different book because it was started in January of 2020. And when the pandemic came to the United States in March of 2020, I really did a complete pivot as to what it was about. And it really is a book about how people can experience greater tranquility, equanimity, and even joy, even during very difficult, challenging times like the times that we're living in now. Um, you know, it's, I am in no way, shape or form trying to be a, a psychologist or a counselor, but the book is, is written from the perspective of um, some principles from philosophy and psychology and neuroscience that are vetted by time um, and science. And so, uh, you know, it's not a substitution for um, seeing professionals, but it's, it's a book that's deeply intended to help people um, who may be struggling during times like these and, and hopefully give some principles and practices that would help them experience a little bit more equanimity and joy and a little less um, fear and stress in their day-to-day -day lives during this time of social distancing and, um, you know, st and sheltering in place. Yes, and what we observe is many people give a lot more importance to uh, physical health, like they perform vigorous exercises and etc. And they completely neglect about mental health. Yeah, well, I, again, we, we focus, you know, in modern society, in general, but here in the United States, in mm -hmm. particular, we, we often are focused on the wrong, you know, the wrong things are, are the 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 uh, shortcomings of our educational institutions are very very visible during um, the pandemic because what we're learning is that um, you know we could do we could do education much much better we could um, cultivate learning uh, as opposed to um, instruction if we leveraged all the powerful tools that we have but what we're doing here in the United States at least is um, trying to do school virtually the same way we do it in the classroom. And that's just ridiculous. We're not solving the interesting problem of how, how do we make education better um, during this time? So, um, you know, to say, you, you said it very, very well. You know, we focus so much on physical health and oftentimes we are just treating symptoms as opposed to treating the underlying problems in physical health. And we do the same thing with mental health. The um, the solution to any problem is usually not pharmaceuticals. It's usually a um, a change in our rituals and our routines and our relationships on a day-to-day -day basis. And we can cultivate greater um, health and happiness um, by paying attention, not just to what, what pills we prescribe, but how, how we can help people craft lives that um, forge meaning and build identity and, and uh, cultivate happiness and, and health as well. Yes, exactly. And this pandemic has taught us a lot many things, actually. It taught us about relationships. It taught us about the gratitude. And it taught us about uh, the mental health importance, how we have to live. So this pandemic has brought a drastic change in each and everyone's life. So what challenges you have faced during this pandemic any challenges that you want to address? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. so 
up until December of 2020, I was um, still maintaining my guitar lesson studio, which has been something I've been doing for the past 15, 16 years. Uh, in addition to my performance career, um, obviously, you know, I had to make some significant changes when students couldn't come to my studio to get their lessons. I was able to successfully transition my students to online um, learning and did that very, very successfully. Um, I closed my studio only because my other endeavors as a coach in Akimbo and um, Creative on Purpose were becoming um, my main source of income and also needed more of my uh, time and attention. But I loved being a guitar instructor and I really appreciate having that done that work and having that chapter in my life. Um, I would say that I was, again, very, very, very lucky and deeply grateful for the fortune that I've had and that um, my business was able to grow during the time that many people were under a lot of stress and experiencing a lot of misfortune around making a living. Um, you know, my creative on purpose and Akimba workshops have always been online. And so with people spending time at home, maybe some people were looking for ways, you know, you spoke to this, that, you know, we're very disconnected, um, social distance and sheltering in place. And now that, so people are craving human interaction and we can still do this online. It's not the same as, you know, being able to have a handshake or a hug or, um, you know, the, sit across the table and look at each other eye to eye, but we can still have meaningful human interactions online. And we're able to do that with Akimbo workshops and also um, at Creative On Purpose. In addition to my one-on-one -on -one coaching, I have group coaching and, and a community of, of people that meet four times a week. And I know that they have all shared that that, that kind of connection has really made an impact on maintaining their um, sense of joy and happiness and, and mental health as we've navigated the pandemic times together. It's good, yeah. So we have to feel uh, lucky, fortunate that we are alive and we are doing now show actually. Yeah. Well, the, the truth is, you know, we, we got lulled into this false sense that things were always going to be okay. Um, and the fact of the matter is, there is always suffering going on in many places yes. across the globe. It just during the pandemic, we all experienced the same misfortune at the same time. And, and, and it was, a you've said this already, it's a poignant reminder that, you know, we took, we're taking a lot for granted and we still have a lot to be grateful for. And because we are human beings born with the capacity of reason, a social instinct, um, and the ability to creatively solve difficult problems, we can come together and um, make things better for all concerned. Yes, yeah, that sounds great. And uh, Scott, final question that I would like to ask you is one piece of advice to the present young generation. One piece of advice, well, that is a great question. Uh, you know, I think the thing that I am seeing, you know, my, my, 
my sons are millennials and a lot of my students, um, you know, are in their teens and 20s. Uh, some of my clients now are in their teens and 20s. I'm actually learning far more from them than I think um, they are learning from me sometimes just because I, I see the youth of today recognizing that the institutions and the systems that they've inherited are profoundly broken and not not serving um, in, the, in the way that they should. Um, and you know they that recognition is really useful and helpful because you know i think we can all work together to build systems and institutions that recognize the abundance available to everyone in the world and you know as a person that's um inherited a great deal of privilege i feel like it's my part of the duty of being a, a person of privilege is to um extend privilege to as many other people as I can. So if um, if I were to share any kind of insight with younger people, it would be to, you know, seek to, to as they continue to recognize the things that are broken and, and, and apply themselves to fixing them to know that they have allies and supporters uh, from previous generations and from antiquity. I mean, I am deeply influenced by the meditations of Marcus Aurelius, which were composed in the 300s AD. Um, the wisdom of that book has informed and inspired my journey ever since I was in the seventh grade when I was a young person. Um, you know, so there is, um, while things may appear to be profoundly broken and not working, we also have the wisdom and the tools to make things better by making better things to quote my friend Seth Godin. Um, and so let's work together to make things better. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, we have to work together to make things better. Yes. Teamwork plays an important role, actually. Yeah, Scott, uh, so it's a very great and it's very nice and it's very interactive session that we had. And thank you very much for giving your time and attending on my show. It's my privilege to have you on my show. And I hope you have many more and more achievements in your life. And I'm waiting for more and more books to be uh, published in Amazon. So we were eagerly waiting to buy the books. And the, the, the one thing that attracted me more is your book Onward. So it was very nice, actually. Uh, the line was very catchy and it was very inspiring. Uh, hope I'll get time and I'll read your book. <laughs> well, thank you very much. And Tatavarti, I <laughs> deeply appreciate the difference that you're making and the great work that you're doing. It's, it's been a privilege and a pleasure to have this conversation with you. And I'm very grateful for the invitation and the opportunity. Thank you very much, Scott. Yeah, so recently itself, I have started this, uh, my podcast show, like A Blissful Life. So where I have been uh, engaging with all the people all over the world. Uh, recently, I had three guest shows uh, from Switzerland I had. So they were mental health. Yeah, they were mental health coaches. And it was also very nice interaction. As I am very, uh, as I'm in very young age, I have to get a lot of experience, like uh, talking to great people like you, I have to learn many more things from you. And learning is everything. Yeah, each and every day, I have to learn and hoping I would be uh, reaching to a stage like you people one day. <laughs> 
you're well on your way and you're making a difference already and uh, it's glorious to behold thank you so much tatavarti thank you scott so one one final last question so how was the interaction with me how did you feel after talking to me you are a brilliant uh interviewer you asked wonderful questions i appreciate that you investigated my work a little bit and were able to you know draw some threads from the work um you're doing everything right and i can only imagine that you're just going to continue to get better and better at what you're doing and and i want you to know that it makes a difference right now um and i applaud that you have aspirations to uh you know achieve more and do better um but i hope you'll also uh, recognize and appreciate that you're you're doing great right now <laughs> thank you thank you scott very much thank you very much and hope love peace health happiness wealth and everything come to your life and it's very nice interacting with you thank you very much hope we will meet one day in a very big country in very big world hope uh, there'll be opportunity to meet you one day i i would love that thank you tatapati <laughs> thank you scott thank you it's very nice interacting with you bye bye stay safe and stay happy Stay safe, be well. Yeah, bye. Hi Scott. Hi <laughs> Tatavarti. Hopefully the third time will be a charm. Yeah, yeah. How are you? Very, very well. I hope you are. Yeah, I'm doing good. And hope you're following all the precautionary measures and you're staying safe during this pandemic time. Absolutely. I hope the same for you. Yeah, sure. You're also doing good, but hope uh, starting with a positive note. Uh, no more positive cases should be identified in any of the state, and all should be healthy and peaceful. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hi, friends. So today we have Scott, uh, one of the eminent guests in our podcast show. So let me give you all a short and sweet introduction about Scott Perry and his areas of expertise and his achievements. Scott Perry is creative on purpose chief difference maker and author of the Amazon top sellers Endeavor and Onward. In addition to difference maker coaching, Scott is a head coach in Seth Godkin's Akimbo workshops. Scott is a husband and father who goes for a cemetery run every day and quotes Marcus Aurelius more often than he should. Scott believes you enhance your life most through the work that elevates others. He's on a mission to help people like you fly higher in the difference only you can make. Hope I had given a very nice introduction Scott. What do you say? That's fantastic. Thank you so much <laughs> Tatavarti. I appreciate this opportunity to speak with you. Thank you very much Scott. It's my privilege to have you on my show. and could you please elaborate about the uh, top sellers books of you uh, endeavor and onward what endeavor and onward speaks about sure um yeah. so endeavor was a book uh, the, both both books are handbooks they're very very short and they're intended to be very pragmatic and approachable and help you get going with the lessons that are inside them and and move into possibility with the difference only you can make Endeavor is very much a book about 
finding, uh, discovering, developing, and delivering the difference only you can make. Uh, an endeavor is any meaningful work that you do with and for others that seeks to enhance your own life by elevating the lives of others. Onward is uh, a, a book that is about embracing uncertainty and navigating adversity because the, both will happen if you're engaged in an endeavor. And it's a book that is intended to help people experience less stress and more flourishing and equanimity as they lean into the inevitable challenges of doing meaningful work. And it gives basically a three-step process based on principles from Stoic philosophy that will help you make better decisions and lean into challenges and make a difference with and for the people that you find yourself with. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Actually, uh, this line has grasped my attention, uh, the caption of the onward, where the satiety ends, possibility begins. Yeah, that's the, the subtitle. And it's, it's a reference to what makes human beings so fascinating. We are creatures that crave the status quo. We like to know where we stand and what's expected. And we are also very aspirational creatures that want to strive and push the edges of our ability and understanding to better ourselves. And we maintain, you know, these two things, these two kind of opposing impulses, often at the same time, and every, every single day. And so the book, again, is encouraging readers to explore the edges of their understanding and ability to leave aside their value judgments and there are strong emotional attachments and lean into the, the possibility and of developing their promise as and becoming better human beings, doing better work um, and doing that work with and for other people. Yeah, it was a very catchy line indeed. So it was very, <laughs> yeah. And one more uh, question I would like to ask you, Scott, uh, like chief difference maker. So what exactly the role of the difference maker? So how you would bring the difference? Yeah, so my brand is called Creative on Purpose. So it's obviously okay. about in, uh, about leveraging our inherent creative nature, our ability to work together, uh, collaborate, and solve interesting or difficult problems, and to do that with intention and integrity. And all human beings are difference makers because as we collide with each other and as we engage in our work and in our roles and relationships uh, in our lives, we have an impact on other people. And if you're going to have an impact, if you're going to make a difference, why not make it a difference for the better? And why not um, explore your potential and deliver on your promise through work that can be done to elevate others as well? And so, you know, at Creative Our Purpose, we assert that everyone is a creative and we encourage people to engage or reacquaint themselves with their creative um, nature. We encourage them to do that thoughtfully and deliberately and on purpose. And we encourage them to find an endeavor where they can make the difference that only they can make um, by doing meaningful work with and for others. Yeah, that's great. And your work speaks a lot, actually. Uh, you enhance your life most through the work that elevates others. That was superb, fantastic. Yes, our work speaks a lot. And it's worthy enough. Like, uh, what do you feel like uh, when people uh, buy books on Amazon and when read your book? So what is your reaction as an author? So what do you feel? 
Um, well, gratitude more than anything. Uh, yeah. I never intended, I never imagined that I would um, be uh, the, the author of any books. I never had that aspiration. Uh, um, although when I say that out loud, I'm reminded that as a, as a very young boy, I used to um, borrow my parents' typewriter. Uh, maybe some of your um, listeners don't know what that is, but before there were, were computers, keyboards, there were actual physical typewriters that typed letters as you pushed buttons. And I used to create these little um, these little storybooks. I would, you know, type type pages of um, text and then illustrate and staple them together and share them with my family and friends. Um, so maybe I did have that impulse at an early age, but I certainly didn't. I lost touch with it for a very long time. I didn't publish my first book until I was um, in my 50s. And now I've published seven handbooks um, in, in six years. Uh, and it's fantastic. You know, we, we, we live in an age where we have these powerful digital tools and yeah. in a way it's, it, it's, uh, you know, since anybody can publish a book, almost everybody does publish a book. So it's very noisy and crowded, but again, by just being really intentional about what I'm creating and who I'm creating for it for, I'm able to get the handbooks into the hands of people that, um, will benefit from it. And I, you know, I hear from people almost every single day uh, in my email inbox uh, who have collided with my work, who have read my books and who share that it's made a real difference in their lives. So it's just uh, immensely gratifying to have my work out in the world and see that it's making a difference for some people. Yeah, you're doing amazing. So as a child, you never dreamt of becoming an author, right? Yeah. It's, it's, so now, it, yeah, tell me. Oh, I was just going to say, it, 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 what happened was uh, I, I I made a living for most of my adult life as a professional musician. Um, I was okay. very, very lucky to be able to raise a family and maintain a family and, um, you know, buy homes and put kids through college and buy cars and all that by doing something I deeply loved, which was playing music for other people. Um, but when I transitioned into this work that I'm doing at Creative on Purpose and the being a head coach in the Akimbo workshops, um, I was trying to figure out what, you know, what was I going to do next? I knew I wanted to do something new um, and something different. And writing is how I made sense of what it was that I was trying to build, uh, mostly through blogging. But then when I had a hundred blog posts, it, I realized that there was a theme and that if I repurposed a lot of that content, I could create my first book, which was called the Stoic Creative Handbook. Um, and I've done the same for all seven of my books. They're really just uh, collections. They're, they're based on the collective inspiration and insight that I've gleaned from my weekly blogging practice. Uh, and so it's it seemed like the natural next step to become, uh, a, you know, an author and leverage Amazon to be able to get my work and my ideas out into the world. That sounds great, Scott. And uh, actually, when I'm going through bio, I have seen that you're a head coach in Seth Godkin's Akimbo workshops, right? Yes. So what type of works will be performed uh, in the Akimbo workshops? Could you please elaborate on that? Yeah, so my transformation and and the, my pivot from 
being a musician to being uh, a coach and an author came as a result of Seth Godin's Alt-MBA program uh, that was in August of 2016. That's a workshop that's a 30-day sprint done with um, cohorts of other students uh, that's deeply transformative. You, you get to explore um, your potential and your promise, and you discover that you're capable of doing much more and doing much better than you've been doing. Uh, I completed that program, went through the training to become a coach in the Alt MBA, but didn't get selected to coach in, in the next uh, session. And then months later was invited into the first Akimbo workshop, which is called the marketing seminar and was asked to become a coach for the Akimbo workshops um, after that. Uh, those workshops are different than the Alt MBA and that they are usually longer than 30 days and they are uh, most of the activity occurs on discussion boards between students and coaches are really just um, there in these programs to uh, protect and promote the process, which is to get students to lean into the content and, to, and each other to level up in whatever the theme of the workshop is. So the marketing seminar is obviously about becoming a, an ethical storyteller and uh, using uh, moral moral rules to connect your work with the people that need it. Um, I head coach in the creatives workshop, which probably speaks for itself, but it's about turning pro and a creative endeavor. I also head coach in the freelancers workshop, which is targeted at freelancers. Uh, I've coached in the bootstrappers workshop and the story skills workshop. And so if you go to akimbo.com, uh, there's an array of workshops and I'm sure that they have one um, that would be right for your listeners. They're very powerful programs and I'm very, very grateful and lucky to be able to be a head coach in those programs. Okay, outstanding. And coming to your roles played, like you're playing the role of husband, father, coach and difference maker. <laughs> and this is a somewhat a funny question, but I hope you would answer this. So which role is giving you the hundred percent satisfaction? Ah. Hope your wife is not Hope your wife is not listening to his podcast, actually. Well, she, uh, she would agree with the answer I'm going to give. So one of the things I talk about in Onward is how uh, this idea of life-work balance that we talk a lot about, at least here in the United States, is actually um, a delusion and an invitation to shame. You know, there's no such thing as work-life balance. We spend all of our all of our lives being alive. Um, and we spend a third of that living in work and whatever work we do to pay the bills, work we have to do is what I call it. And then, but we also have this opportunity to do the work we get to do, which is what Endeavor and Onward is all about. And so rather than think of myself as, oh, sometimes I'm a husband and sometimes a father and sometimes I'm a coach and sometimes I'm a musician, I just, think of myself as a fully integrated Scott Perry on a quest to become a better version of himself. I show up in all my roles and relationships um, as the best version of Scott Perry that exists at that moment. So whether I'm with my wife or with my sons or as a coach in the Akimba workshops or making a difference as a difference maker coach uh, in Creative on Purpose, I'm 
showing up fully as who I am. I know what my values are, my guiding principles. I, I recognize my skills and talents. And I try to put myself into situations where I'm spending most of my time with people who share my values and need my talents to enhance their lives. Wow, that's great and inspiring. Uh, apart from uh, your achievements and all, Scott, so I would like to ask one general question. Uh, so during this pandemic time, uh, we have seen many people are facing mental health issues, right? Mm. Yeah. So what? Do, yeah. So what does actually mental health mean to you? Is it the same as the happiness or is it simply the absence of the mental illness? How will you treat as mental health? Yeah, oh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I come from a family that um, has been visited by depression and bipolarism, uh, you know, through generations. Um, it's uh, afflicted, you know, my, uh, my father and my brother for sure. Um, and so mental health is um, something that is very important. And it is something that I think we see a rise in, uh, in modern times period, but the pandemic times for sure have, uh, have really amplified um, and, and created more struggles around mental health. I, again, I think that it, it is integrated into our physical and spiritual well-being as well. Uh, when I began writing Onward, it was a very different book because it was started in January of 2020. And when the pandemic came to the United States in March of 2020, I really did a complete pivot as to what it was about. And it really is a book about how people can experience greater tranquility, equanimity, and even joy, even during very difficult, challenging times like the times that we're living in now. Um, you know, it's, I am in no way, shape or form trying to be a, a psychologist or a counselor, but the book is is written from the perspective of um, some principles from philosophy and psychology and neuroscience that are vetted by time um, and science. And so, uh, you know, it's not a substitution for um, seeing professionals, but it's, it's a book that's deeply intended to help people um, who may be struggling during times like these and, and hopefully give some principles and practices that would help them experience a little bit more equanimity and joy and a little less um, fear and stress in their day-to-day -day lives during this time of social distancing and, um, you know, and sheltering in place. Yes, and what we observe is many people give a lot more importance to uh, physical health, like they perform vigorous exercises and etc. And they completely neglect about mental health. Yeah, well, I, again, we, we focus, you know, in modern society, in general, but here in the United States, in mm -hmm. particular, we, we often are focused on the wrong, you know, the wrong things are, are the 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 uh, shortcomings of our educational institutions are very very visible during um, the pandemic because what we're learning is that um, you know we could do we could do education much much better we could um, cultivate learning uh, as opposed to um, instruction if we leveraged all the powerful tools that we have but 
what we're doing here in the United States, at least, is um, trying to do school virtually the same way we do it in the classroom. And that's just ridiculous. We're not solving the interesting problem of how, how do we make education better um, during this time. So, um, you know, you, you said it very, very well. You know, we focus so much on physical health and oftentimes we are just treating symptoms as opposed to treating the underlying problems in physical health. And we do the same thing with mental health. The, um, the solution to any problem is usually not pharmaceuticals. It's usually a, um, a change in our rituals and our routines and our relationships on a day-to-day -day basis. And we can cultivate greater um, health and happiness um, by paying attention not just to what what pills we prescribe, but how how we can help people craft lives that um, forge meaning and build identity and and uh, cultivate happiness and and health as well. Yes, exactly. And this pandemic has taught us a lot many things, actually. It taught us about relationships. It taught us about the gratitude. And it taught us about uh, the mental health importance, how we have to live. So this pandemic has brought a drastic change in each and everyone's life. So what challenges you have faced during this pandemic? Any challenges that you want to address? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. so... Up until December of 2020, I was um, still maintaining my guitar lesson studio, which has been something I've been doing for the past 15, 16 years, uh, in addition to my performance career. Um, obviously, you know, I had to make some significant changes when students couldn't come to my studio to get their lessons. I was able to successfully transition my students to online um, learning and did that very, very successfully. Um, I closed my studio only because my other endeavors as a coach in Akimbo and um, Creative on Purpose were becoming um, my main source of income and also needed more of my uh, time and attention. But I loved being a guitar instructor and I really appreciate having that done that work and having that chapter in my life. Um, I would say that I was, again, very, very, very lucky and deeply grateful for the fortune that I've had in that um, my business was able to grow during the time that many people were under a lot of stress and experiencing a lot of misfortune around making a living. Um, you know, my creative on purpose and Akimba workshops have always been online. And so with people spending time at home, maybe... Some people were looking for ways, you know, you spoke to this, that, you know, we're very disconnected, um, social distance and sheltering in place. And now that, so people are craving human interaction and we can still do this online. It's not the same as, you know, being able to have a handshake or a hug or, um, you know, the, sit across the table and look at each other eye to eye, but we can still have meaningful human interactions online. And we're able to do that with the Kimbo workshops and also um, at Creative On Purpose. In addition to my one-on-one -on -one coaching, I have group coaching and, and a community of, of people that meet four times a week. And 
I know that they have all shared that 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 kind of connection has really made an impact on maintaining their um, sense of joy and happiness and, and mental health as we've navigated the pandemic times together. It's good, yeah. So we have to feel uh, lucky, fortunate that we are alive and we are doing now show actually. Yeah. Well, the the truth is, you know, we we got lulled into this false sense that things were always going to be okay, um, and the fact of the matter is, there is always suffering going on in many places yes. across the globe. It just during the pandemic, we all experienced the same misfortune at the same time. And, and, and it was a, you've said this already, it's a poignant reminder that, you know, we took, we're taking a lot for granted and we still have a lot to be grateful for. And because we are human beings born with the capacity of reason, a social instinct, um, and the ability to creatively solve difficult problems, we can come together and, um, make things better for all concerned. Yes. Yeah, that sounds great. And uh, Scott, final question that I would like to ask you is one piece of advice to the present young generation. One piece of advice. Well, that is a great question. Uh, you know, I think the thing that I am seeing, you know, my, my, my sons are millennials and a lot of my students, um, you know, are in their teens and twenties. Uh, so my clients now are in their teens and twenties. I'm actually learning far more from them than I think, um, they are learning from me sometimes just because I, I see the youth of today recognizing that the institutions and the systems that they've inherited are profoundly broken and not not serving um in the in the way that they should um and you know they that recognition is really useful and helpful because you know I, I think we can all work together to build systems and institutions that recognize the abundance available to everyone in the world and, you know, as a person that's um, inherited a great deal of privilege, I feel like it's my part of the duty of being a, a person of privilege is to um, extend privilege to as many other people as I can. So if, um, if I were to share any kind of insight with younger people, it would be to, you know, seek to, to as they continue to recognize the things that are broken and, and, and apply themselves to fixing them to know that they have allies and supporters uh, from previous generations and from antiquity. I mean, I am deeply influenced by the meditations of Marcus Aurelius, which were composed in the 300s AD. Um, the wisdom of that book has informed and inspired my journey ever since I was in the seventh grade when I was a young person. Um, you know, so there is, um, while things may appear to be profoundly broken and not working, we also have the wisdom and the tools to make things better by making better things, to quote my friend Seth Godin. Um, and so let's work together to make things better. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, we have to work together. 
to make things better yes teamwork plays an important role actually yes yeah, scott uh, so it's a very great and it's very nice and it's very interactive session that we had and thank you very much for giving your time and attending on my show it's my privilege to have you on my show and i hope you have many more and more achievements in your life and i'm waiting for more and more books to be uh, published in amazon so we were eagerly waiting to buy the books and the, the the one thing that attracted me more is your book onward so it was very nice actually uh, the line was very catchy and it was very inspiring uh, hope i'll get time and i'll read your book <laughs> Well, thank you very much. And Tatavarti, I <laughs> deeply appreciate the difference that you're making and the great work that you're doing. It's It's been a privilege and a pleasure to have this conversation with you. And I'm very grateful for the invitation and the opportunity. Thank you very much, Scott. Yeah, so recently itself, I have started this, uh, my podcast show, like A Blissful Life. So where I have been uh, engaging with all the people all over the world. Uh, recently, I had three guest shows uh, from Switzerland I had. so they were mental health yeah they were mental health coaches and it was also very nice interaction as i am very uh, as i am in very young age i have to get a lot of experience like uh, talking to great people like you i have to learn many more things from you and learning is everything yeah each and every day i have to learn and hoping i would be uh, reaching to a stage like you people one day <laughs> you're well on your way and you're making a difference already and uh, it's glorious to behold thank you so much tatavarti uh, thank you scott so one one final last question so how was the interaction with me how did you feel after talking to me you are a brilliant uh interviewer you asked wonderful questions i appreciate that you investigated my work a little bit and were able to you know draw some threads from the work um you're doing everything right and i can only imagine that you're just going to continue to get better and better at what you're doing and and i want you to know that it makes a difference right now um and i'm applaud that you have aspirations to uh you know achieve more and do better um but i hope you'll also uh, recognize and appreciate that you're you're doing great right now <laughs> Thank you thank you Scott very much thank you very much and hope love peace health happiness wealth and everything come to your life and it's very nice interacting with you thank you very much hope we will meet one day in a very big country in very big world hope uh, there'll be opportunity to meet you one day I I would love that thank you Tata <laughs> thank you Scott thank you it's very nice interacting with you bye bye stay safe and stay happy Stay safe, be well. Bye. Hi Scott. <laughs> I talked to Marty. Hopefully the third time will be a charm. Yeah, yeah. How are you? Very, very well. I hope you are. Yeah, I'm doing good. And hope you're following all the precautionary measures and you're staying safe during this pandemic time. Absolutely. I hope the same for you. Yeah, sure. You're also doing good, but hope uh, starting with a positive note. Uh, no more positive cases should be identified in any of the state, and all should be healthy and peaceful. Yes.
yeah uh, hi friends so today we have scott uh, one of the eminent guest in our podcast show so let me give you all a short and sweet introduction about scott perry and his areas of expertise and his achievements scott perry is creative on purpose chief difference maker and author of the amazon top sellers endeavor and onward in addition to difference maker coaching Scott is a head coach in Saint Godkins Akimbo workshops. Scott is a husband and father who goes for a cemetery run every day and quotes Marcus Aurelius more often than he should. Scott believes you enhance your life most through the work that elevates others. He is on a mission to help people like you fly higher in the difference only you can make. Hope I had given a very nice introduction, Scott. What do you say? That's fantastic. Thank you so much, <laughs> Tatavarti. I appreciate this opportunity to speak with you. Thank you very much, Scott. It's my privilege to have you on my show. And could you please elaborate about the uh, top sellers books of you, uh, Endeavor and Onward? What Endeavor and Onward speaks about? Sure. Um, yeah. So Endeavor was a book. Uh, it, both both books are handbooks. They're very very short, and they're intended to be very pragmatic and approachable, and help you get going with the lessons that are inside them, and and move into possibility with the difference only you can make. Endeavor is very much a book about finding, uh, discovering, developing, and delivering the difference only you can make. Uh, an endeavor is any meaningful work that you do with and for others that seeks to enhance your own life by elevating the lives of others. Onward is uh, a, a book that is about embracing uncertainty and navigating adversity because the, both will happen if you're engaged in an endeavor. And it's a book that is intended to help people experience less stress and more flourishing and equanimity as they lean into the inevitable challenges of doing meaningful work. And it gives basically a three-step process based on principles from Stoic philosophy that will help you make better decisions and lean into challenges and make a difference with and for the people that you find yourself with. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Actually, uh, this line has grasped my attention, uh, the caption of the onward, where the satiety ends, possibility begins. Yeah, that's the, the subtitle. And it's, it's a reference to what makes human beings so fascinating. We are creatures that crave the status quo. We like to know where we stand and what's expected. And we are also very aspirational creatures that want to strive and push the edges of our ability and understanding to better ourselves and we maintain you know these two thing these two kind of opposing impulses often at the same time and every every single day and so the book again is encouraging readers to explore the edges of their understanding and ability to leave aside their value judgments and there are strong emotional attachments and lean into the the possibility and of developing their promise as and becoming better human beings doing better work um, and doing that work with and for other people yeah it was a very catchy line indeed so it was very 
yeah and one more uh, question i would like to ask you scott uh, like chief difference maker so what exactly the role of the difference maker so how you would bring the difference yeah so my brand is called creative on purpose so it's obviously okay. about and uh, about leveraging our inherent creative nature our ability to work together uh collaborate and solve interesting or difficult problems and to do that with intention and integrity and all human beings are difference makers because as we collide with each other and as we engage in our work and in our roles and relationships uh in our lives we have an impact on other people and if you're going to have an impact if you're going to make a difference why not make it a difference for the better and why not um explore your potential and deliver on your promise through work that can be done to elevate others as well and so you know at creative on purpose we assert that everyone is a creative and we encourage people to engage or reacquaint themselves with their creative um nature we encourage them to do that thoughtfully and deliberately and on purpose and we encourage them to find an endeavor where they can make the difference that only they can make um by doing meaningful work with and for others yeah that's great and your work speaks a lot actually uh, you enhance your life most through the work that elevates others that was superb fantastic yes our work speaks a lot and it's worthy enough like uh, what do you feel like uh, when people uh, buy books on amazon and when read your books so what is your reaction as an author so what do you feel um well gratitude more than anything uh yeah i never intended i never imagined that i would um be uh, the, the author of any books i never had that aspiration um although when i say that out loud i'm reminded that as a as a very young boy I used to um borrow my parents typewriter uh maybe some of your um listeners don't know what that is but before there were were computers keyboards there were actual physical typewriters that typed letters as you pushed buttons and I used to create these little um these little storybooks I would you know type type pages of um text and then illustrate and staple them together and share them with my family and friends um so maybe I did have that impulse at an early age but I certainly didn't I lost touch with it for a very long time I didn't publish my first book until I was um in my 50s and now I've published seven handbooks um in 6 years uh and it's fantastic you know, we, we we live in an age where we have these powerful digital tools and yeah. in a way it's it, it's uh you know since anybody can publish a book almost everybody does publish a book so it's very noisy and crowded but again by just being really intentional about what i'm creating and who i'm creating for it for i'm able to get the handbooks into the hands of people that um will benefit from it and i you know i hear from people almost every single day uh in my email inbox uh who have collided with my work who have read my books and who share that it's made a real difference in their lives so it's just uh immensely gratifying to have my work out in the world and see that it's making a difference for some people yeah you're doing amazing so as a child you never dreamt of becoming an author right yeah it's it's so now it, yeah tell me oh i was just going to say it, 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 what happened was uh, i 
I made a living for most of my adult life as a professional musician. Um, I was okay. very, very lucky to be able to raise a family and maintain a family and, um, you know, buy homes and put kids through college and buy cars and all that by doing something I deeply loved, which was playing music for other people. Um, but when I transitioned into this work that I'm doing at Creative on Purpose and the being a head coach in the Akimbo workshops, um, I was trying to figure out what, you know, what was I going to do next? I knew I wanted to do something new um, and something different. And writing is how I made sense of what it was that I was trying to build, uh, mostly through blogging. But then when I had 100 blog posts, it, I realized that there was a theme and that if I repurposed a lot of that content, I could create my first book, which was called The Store Creative Handbook. Um, and I've done the same for all seven of my books. They're really just uh, collections. They're, they're based on the collective inspiration and insight that I've gleaned from my weekly blogging practice. Uh, and so it's it seemed like the natural next step to become, uh, a, you know, an author and leverage Amazon to be able to get my work and my ideas out into the world. That sounds great, Scott. And uh, actually, when I'm going through bio, I have seen that you're a head coach in Seth Godkin's Akimbo workshops, right? Yes. So what type of works will be performed uh, in the Akimbo workshops? Could you please elaborate on that? Yeah, so my transformation and and my pivot from being a musician to being uh, a coach and an author came as a result of Seth Godin's Alt-MBA program uh, that was in August of 2016. That's a workshop that's a 30-day sprint done with um, cohorts of other students uh, that's deeply transformative. You, you get to explore um, your potential and your promise, and you discover that you're capable of doing much more and doing much better than you've been doing. Uh, I completed that program, went through the training to become a coach in the Alt MBA, but didn't get selected to coach in, in the next uh, session. And then months later, was invited into the first Akimbo workshop, which is called the Marketing Seminar and was asked to become a coach for the Akemba workshops um, after that. Uh, those workshops are different than the Alt-MBA in that they are usually longer than 30 days and they are, uh, most of the activity occurs on f discussion boards between students and coaches are really just um, there in these programs to uh, protect and promote the process, which is to get students to lean into the content and, to, and each other to level up in whatever the theme of the workshop is. So the marketing seminar is obviously about becoming a, an ethical storyteller and uh, using uh, moral, moral rules to connect your work with the people that need it. Um, I had coached in the Creatives Workshop, which probably speaks for itself, but it's about turning pro in a creative endeavor. I also had coached in the freelancers workshop, which is targeted at freelancers. Uh, I've coached in the bootstrappers workshop and the story skills workshop. And so if you go to akimbo.com, uh, there's an array of workshops and I'm sure that they have one um, that would be right for your listeners. They're very powerful programs and I'm very, very grateful and lucky to be able to be a uh, head coach in those programs. Okay, outstanding. 
and coming to your roles played like you're playing the role of husband father coach and difference maker <laughs> and this is a somewhat a funny question but i hope you would answer this so which role is giving you the 100% satisfaction ah. hope your wife is not hope your wife is not listening to his podcast actually well she uh, she would agree with the answer i'm going to give so one of the things i talk about in onward is how uh this idea of life work balance that we talk a lot about at least here in the united states is actually um a delusion and an invitation to shame you know there's no such thing as work life balance we spend all of our all of our lives being alive um and we spend a third of that living in work and whatever work we do to pay the bills work we have to do is what i call it and then but we also have this opportunity to do the work we get to do which is what endeavor and onward is all about and so rather than think of myself as oh sometimes i'm a husband and sometimes a father and sometimes i'm a coach and sometimes i'm a musician i just think of myself as a fully integrated scott perry on a quest to become a better version of himself i show up in all my roles and relationships um as the best version of scott perry that exists at that moment so whether i'm with my wife or with my sons or as a coach in the akimbo workshops or making a difference as a difference maker coach uh in creative on purpose i'm showing up fully as who i am i know what my values are my guiding principles i i recognize my skills and talents and i try to put myself into situations where i'm spending most of my time with people who share my values and need my talents to enhance their lives wow that's great and inspiring uh apart from uh, your achievements and all scott so i would like to ask one general question uh, so during this pandemic time uh, we have seen many people are facing mental health issues right mm. yeah so what do, yeah so what does actually mental health mean to you is it the same as the happiness or is it simply the absence of the mental illness how you treat as mental health yeah oh that's a great question um you know i come from a family that um has been visited by depression and bipolarism uh you know through generations um it's uh, afflicted you know my uh my father and my brother for sure um and so mental health is um something that is very important and it is something that i think we see a rise in uh in modern times period but the pandemic times for sure have uh, have really amplified um and and created more struggles around mental health I, again i think that it, it is integrated into our physical and spiritual well-being as well uh when i began writing onward it was a very different book because it was started in january of 2020 and when the pandemic came to the united states in march of 2020 i really did a complete pivot as to what it was about and it really is a book about how people can experience greater tranquility equanimity and even joy even during very difficult challenging times like the times that we're living in now um you know it's i am in no way shape or form trying to be a a psychologist or a counselor 
but the book is is written from the perspective of um, some principles from philosophy and psychology and neuroscience that are vetted by time um, and science. And so, uh, you know, it's not a substitution for um, seeing professionals, but it's, it's a book that's deeply intended to help people um, who may be struggling during times like these and, and hopefully give some principles and practices that would help them experience a little bit more equanimity and joy and a little less um, fear and stress in their day-to-day -day lives during this time of social distancing and, um, you know, st and sheltering in place. Yes, and what we observe is many people give a lot more importance to uh, physical health, like they perform vigorous exercises and etc. And they completely neglect about mental health. Yeah, well, I, again, we, we focus, you know, in modern society, in general, but here in the United States, in mm -hmm. particular, we, we often are focused on the wrong, you know, the wrong things are, are the 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 uh, shortcomings of our educational institutions are very very visible during um, the pandemic because what we're learning is that um, you know we could do we could do education much much better we could um, cultivate learning uh, as opposed to um, instruction if we leveraged all the powerful tools that we have but what we're doing here in the United States at least is um, trying to do school virtually the same way we do it in the classroom and that's just ridiculous we're not solving the interesting problem of how how do we make education better um during this time so um you know to say you you said it very very well you know we focus so much on physical health and oftentimes we are just treating symptoms as opposed to treating the underlying problems in physical health and we do the same thing with mental health the um the solution to any problem is usually not pharmaceuticals. It's usually a, um, a change in our rituals and our routines and our relationships on a day-to-day -day basis. And we can cultivate greater um, health and happiness um, by paying attention, not just to what, what pills we prescribe, but how, how we can help people craft lives that um, forge meaning and build identity and, and uh, cultivate happiness and, and health as well. Yes, exactly. And this pandemic has taught us a lot many things, actually. It taught us about relationships. It taught us about the gratitude. And it taught us about uh, the mental health importance, how we have to live. So this pandemic has brought a drastic change in each and everyone's life. So what challenges you have faced during this pandemic any challenges that you want to address? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. so up until December of 2020, I was um, still maintaining my guitar lesson studio, which has been something I've been doing for the past 15, 16 years, uh, in addition to my performance career. Um, obviously, you know, I had to make some significant changes when students couldn't come to my studio to get their lessons. I was able to successfully transition my students to online um, learning and did that very, very successfully. Um, I closed my studio only because my other endeavors as a coach in Akimbo and um, Creative on Purpose 
were becoming um, my main source of income and also needed more of my uh, time and attention. But I loved being a guitar instructor and I really appreciate having that done that work and having that chapter in my life. Um, I would say that I was, again, very, very, very lucky and deeply grateful for the fortune that I've had and that um, my business was able to grow during the time that many people were under a lot of stress and experiencing a lot of misfortune around making a living. Um, you know, my creative on purpose and Akimba workshops have always been online. And so with people spending time at home, maybe some people were looking for ways, you know, you spoke to this, that, you know, we're very disconnected, um, social distance and sheltering in place. And now that, so people are craving human interaction and we can still do this online. It's not the same as, you know, being able to have a handshake or a hug or, um, you know, the, sit across the table and look at each other eye to eye, but we can still have meaningful human interactions online. And we're able to do that with Akimbo workshops and also um, at Creative On Purpose. In addition to my one-on-one -on -one coaching, I have group coaching and, and a community of, of people that meet four times a week. And I know that they have all shared that that, that kind of connection has really made an impact on maintaining their um, sense of joy and happiness and, and mental health as we've navigated the pandemic times together. It's good. Yeah. So we have to feel uh, lucky, fortunate that we are alive and we are doing now show actually. Yeah. Well, the, the truth is, you know, we, we got lulled yeah. into this false sense that things were always going to be okay. Um, and the fact of the matter is, there is always suffering going on in many places yes. across the globe. It just during the pandemic, we all experienced the same misfortune at the same time. And, and, and it was, a you've said this already, it's a poignant reminder that, you know, we took, we're taking a lot for granted and we still have a lot to be grateful for. And because we are human beings born with the capacity of reason, a social instinct, um, and the ability to creatively solve difficult problems, we can come together and um, make things better for all concerned. Yes, yeah, that sounds great. And uh, Scott, final question that I would like to ask you is one piece of advice to the present young generation. One piece of advice. Well, that is a great question. Uh, you know, I think the thing that I am seeing, you know, my, my, my sons are millennials and a lot of my students, um, you know, are in their teens and twenties. Uh, so my clients now are in their teens and twenties. I'm actually learning far more from them than I think, um, they are learning from me sometimes just because I, I see the youth of today recognizing that the institutions and the systems that they've inherited are profoundly broken and not not serving um, in the in the way that they should. Um, and, you know, they that recognition 
is really useful and helpful because, you know, I think we can all work together to build systems and institutions that recognize the abundance available to everyone in the world. And, you know, as a person that's um, inherited a great deal of privilege, I feel like it's my part of the duty of being a, a person of privilege is to um, extend privilege to as many other people as I can. So if, um, if I were to share any kind of insight with younger people, it would be to, you know, seek to, to, as they continue to recognize the things that are broken and, and, and apply themselves to fixing them, to know that they have allies and supporters, uh, from previous generations and from antiquity. I mean, I am deeply influenced by the meditations of Marcus Aurelius, which were composed in the 300s AD. Um, the wisdom of that book has informed and inspired my journey ever since I was in the seventh grade when I was a young person. Um, you know, so there is, um, while things may appear to be profoundly broken and not working, we also have the wisdom and the tools to make things better by making better things, to quote my friend Seth Godin. Um, and so let's work together to make things better. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, we have to work together to make things better. Yes, teamwork plays an important role, actually. Yes, yeah, Scott. Uh, so it's a very great and it's very nice and it's very interactive session that we had. And thank you very much for giving your time and attending on my show. It's my privilege to have you on my show. And I hope you have many more and more achievements in your life. And I'm waiting for more and more books to be uh, published in Amazon. So we were eagerly waiting to buy the books. And the, the, the one thing that attracted me more is your book Onward. So it was very nice, actually. Uh, the line was very catchy and it was very inspiring. Uh, hope I'll get time and I'll read your book. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. And Tatavarti, I <laughs> deeply appreciate the difference that you're making and the great work that you're doing. It's It's been a privilege and a pleasure to have this conversation with you. And I'm very grateful for the invitation and the opportunity. Thank you very much, Scott. Yeah. So recently itself, I have started this, uh, my podcast show, like A Blissful Life. So where I have been uh, engaging with all the people all over the world. Uh, recently, I had three guest shows uh, from Switzerland I had. So they were mental health, yeah, they were mental health coaches and it was also very nice interaction as I am very, uh, as I'm in very young age, I have to get a lot of experience, like uh, talking to great people like you, I have to learn many more things from you and learning is everything. Yeah, each and every day I have to learn and hoping I would be uh, reaching to a stage like you people one day. <laughs> You're well on your way and you're making a difference already. And uh, it's glorious to behold. Thank you so much, Tatavarti. Thank you, Scott. So one one final last question. So how was the interaction with me? How did you feel after talking to me? You are a brilliant uh, interviewer. You asked wonderful questions. I appreciate that you investigated my work a little bit and were able to, you know, draw some threads from the work. Um, you're doing everything right. And I can only imagine that you're just going to continue to get better and better at what you're doing. And, and I want you to know that it makes a difference right now. 
Um, and I applaud that you have aspirations to, uh, you know, achieve more and do better. Um, but I hope you'll also uh, recognize and appreciate that you're you're doing great right now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Scott, very much. Thank you very much. And hope, love, peace, health, happiness, wealth, and everything come to your life. And it's very nice interacting with you. Thank you very much. Hope we will meet one day in a very big country, in a very big world. Hope uh, there'll be opportunity to meet you one day. I, I would love that. Thank you, Tata. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Thank you. It's very nice interacting with you. Bye-bye. Stay safe and stay happy. Stay safe. Be well. Bye. Hi, Scott. Hi, <laughs> Tata Bharti. Hopefully the third time will be a charm. Yeah, yeah. How are you? Very, very well. I hope you are. Yeah, I'm doing good. And hope you're following all the precautionary measures and you're staying safe during this pandemic time. Absolutely. I hope the same for you. Yeah, sure. You're also doing good. But hope, uh, starting with a positive note, uh, no more positive cases should be identified in any of the state and all should be healthy and peaceful. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hi, friends. So today we have Scott, uh, one of the eminent guests in our podcast show. So let me give you all a short and sweet introduction about Scott Perry and his areas of expertise and his achievements. Scott Perry is creative on purpose chief difference maker and author of the Amazon top sellers Endeavor and Onward. In addition to difference maker coaching, Scott is a head coach in St. Godkins Akimbo workshops. Scott is a husband and father who goes for a cemetery run every day and quotes Marcus Aurelius more often than he should. Scott believes you enhance your life most through the work that elevates others. He's on a mission to help people like you fly higher in the difference only you can make. Hope I had given a very nice introduction, Scott. What do you say? That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Tatavarti. <laughs> I appreciate this opportunity to speak with you. Thank you very much, Scott. It's my privilege to have you on my show. And could you please elaborate about the uh, top sellers books of you, uh, Endeavor and Onward? What Endeavor and Onward speaks about? Sure. Um, yeah. So Endeavor was a book. Uh, both both books are handbooks. They're very very short, and they're intended to be very pragmatic and approachable, and help you get going with the lessons that are inside them, and and move into possibility with the difference only you can make. Endeavor is very much a book about finding, uh, discovering, developing, and delivering the difference only you can make. Uh, an endeavor is any meaningful work that you do with and for others that seeks to enhance your own life by elevating the lives of others. Onward is uh, a, a book that is about embracing uncertainty and navigating adversity because that both will happen if you're engaged in an endeavor. And it's a book that is intended to help people experience 
less stress and more flourishing and equanimity as they lean into the inevitable challenges of doing meaningful work. And it gives basically a three-step process based on principles from Stoic philosophy that will help you make better decisions and lean into challenges and make a difference with and for the people that you find yourself with. Oh, wow. That's incredible. Actually, uh, this line has grasped my attention, uh, the caption of the onward, where the satiety ends, possibility begins. Yeah, that's the, the subtitle. And it's, it's a reference to what makes human beings so fascinating. We are creatures that crave the status quo. We like to know where we stand and what's expected. And we are also very aspirational creatures that want to strive and push the edges of our ability and understanding to better ourselves. And we maintain, you know, these two things, these two kind of opposing impulses, often at the same time, and every, every single day. And so the book, again, is encouraging readers to explore the edges of their understanding and ability to leave aside their value judgments and there are strong emotional attachments and lean into the, the possibility and of developing their promise as and becoming better human beings, doing better work um, and doing that work with and for other people. Yeah, it was a very catchy line indeed. So it was very, <laughs> yeah. And one more uh, question I would like to ask you, Scott, uh, like chief difference maker. So what exactly the role of the difference maker? So how you would bring the difference? Yeah, so my brand is called Creative on Purpose. So it's obviously okay. about in, uh, about leveraging our inherent creative nature, our ability to work together, uh, collaborate, and solve interesting or difficult problems, and to do that with intention and integrity. And all human beings are difference makers because as we collide with each other and as we engage in our work and in our roles and relationships uh, in our lives, we have an impact on other people. And if you're going to have an impact, if you're going to make a difference, why not make it a difference for the better? And why not um, explore your potential and deliver on your promise through work that can be done to elevate others as well? And so, you know, at Creative Our Purpose, we assert that everyone is a creative and we encourage people to engage or reacquaint themselves with their creative um, nature. We encourage them to do that thoughtfully and deliberately and on purpose. And we encourage them to find an endeavor where they can make the difference that only they can make um, by doing meaningful work with and for others. Yeah, that's great. And your work speaks a lot, actually. Uh, you enhance your life most through the work that elevates others. That was super fantastic. Yes, our work speaks a lot. And it's worthy enough. Like, uh, what do you feel like uh, when people uh, buy books on Amazon and when read your book? So what is your reaction as an author? So what do you feel? Um, well, gratitude more than anything. Uh, yeah. I never intended, I never imagined that I would um, be uh, the, the author of any books. I never had that aspiration. Uh, um, although when I say that out loud, I'm reminded that as a, as a very young boy, I used to um, borrow my parents' typewriter. Uh, maybe some of your um, listeners don't know what that is, but before there were, were computers, 
keyboards. There were actual physical typewriters that typed letters as you pushed buttons. And I used to create these little um, these little storybooks. I would you know type type pages of um, text and then illustrate and staple them together and share them with my family and friends. Um, so maybe I did have that impulse at an early age, but I certainly didn't. I lost touch with it for a very long time. I didn't publish my first book until I was um, in my fifties, and now I've published seven handbooks um, in six years. Uh, and it's fantastic. You know, we, we we live in an age where we have these powerful digital tools, and yeah. in a way, it's it, it's uh, you know since anybody can publish a book, almost everybody does publish a book, so it's very noisy and crowded. But again, by just being really intentional about what I'm creating and who I'm creating for it for, I'm able to get the handbooks into the hands of people that um, will benefit from it. And I, you know, I hear from people almost every single day uh, in my email inbox uh, who have collided with my work, who have read my books and who share that it's made a real difference in their lives. So it's just uh, immensely gratifying to have my work out in the world and see that it's making a difference for some people. Yeah, you're doing amazing. So as a child, you never dreamt of becoming an author, right? Yeah. It's, it's, so now, it, yeah, tell me. Oh, I was just going to say, it, 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 what happened was uh, I, I, I made a living for most of my adult life as a professional musician. Um, I was okay. very, very lucky to be able to raise a family and maintain a family and, um, you know, buy homes and put kids through college and buy cars and all that by doing something I deeply loved, which was playing music for other people. Um, but when I transitioned into this work that I'm doing at Creative on Purpose and the, being a head coach in the Akimbo workshops, um, I was trying to figure out what, you know, what was I going to do next? I knew I wanted to do something new. Um, and something different. And writing is how I made sense of what it was that I was trying to build, uh, mostly through blogging. But then when I had 100 blog posts, it, I realized that there was a theme, and that if I repurposed a lot of that content, I could create my first book, which was called The Store Creative Handbook. Um, and I've done the same for all seven of my books. They're really just uh, collections. They're, they're based on the collective inspiration and insight that I've gleaned from my weekly blogging practice. Uh, and so it's, it seemed like the natural next step to become, uh, a, you know, an author and leverage Amazon to be able to get my work and my ideas out into the world. That sounds great, Scott. And uh, actually, when I'm going through bio, I have seen that you're a head coach in Seth Godkin's Akimbo workshops, right? Yes. So what type of works will be performed uh, in the Akimbo workshops? Could you please elaborate on that? Yeah, so my transformation and, and my pivot from being a musician to being uh, a coach and an author came as a result of Seth Godin's Alt-MBA program. Uh, that was in August of 2016. That's a workshop that's a 30-day sprint done with um, cohorts of other students uh, that's deeply transformative. You you get to explore um, your potential and your promise, and you discover that you're capable of doing much more and doing much better than you've been doing. 
uh, I completed that program, went through the training to become a coach in the Alts MBA, but didn't get selected to coach in, in the next uh, session. And then months later was invited into the first Akimbo workshop, which is called the marketing seminar and was asked to become a coach for the Akemba workshops um, after that. Uh, those workshops are different than the Alt MBA in that they are usually longer than 30 days and they are, uh, most of the activity occurs on discussion boards between students and coaches are really just um, there in these programs to uh, protect and promote the process, which is to get students to lean into the content and, to, and each other to level up in whatever the theme of the workshop is. So the marketing seminar is obviously about becoming a, an ethical storyteller and uh, using uh, moral, moral rules to connect your work with the people that need it. Um, I head coach in the creatives workshop, which probably speaks for itself, but it's about turning pro in a creative endeavor. I also had coached in the freelancers workshop, which is targeted at freelancers. Uh, I've coached in the bootstrappers workshop and the story skills workshop. And so if you go to akimbo.com, uh, there's an array of workshops and I'm sure that they have one um, that would be right for your listeners. They're very powerful programs and I'm very, very grateful and lucky to be able to be a uh, head coach in those programs. Okay, outstanding. And coming to your roles played, like you're playing the role of husband, father, coach, and difference maker. <laughs> and this is a somewhat a funny question, but I hope you would answer this. So which role is giving you the hundred percent satisfaction? Ah. Hope your wife is not hope your wife is not listening to his podcast actually. Well, she, uh, she would agree with the answer I'm going to give. So one of the things I talk about in Onward is how uh, this idea of life-work balance that we talk a lot about, at least here in the United States, is actually um, a delusion and an invitation to shame. You know, there's no such thing as work-life balance. We spend all of our all of our lives being alive um, and we spend a third of that living in work and whatever work we do to pay the bills work we have to do is what i call it and then but we also have this opportunity to do the work we get to do which is what endeavor and onward is all about and so rather than think of myself as oh sometimes i'm a husband and sometimes a father and sometimes i'm a coach and sometimes i'm a musician i just think of myself as a fully integrated Scott Perry on a quest to become a better version of himself. I show up in all my roles and relationships um, as the best version of Scott Perry that exists at that moment. So whether I'm with my wife or with my sons or as a coach in the Akimba workshops or making a difference as a difference maker coach uh, in creative on purpose, I'm showing up fully as who I am. I know what my values are, my guiding principles. I, I recognize my skills and talents. And I try to put myself into situations where I'm spending most of my time with people who share my values and need my talents to enhance their lives. Wow, that's great and inspiring. Uh, apart from uh, your achievements and all, Scott, so I would like to ask one general question. Uh, so during this pandemic time, uh, we have seen many people are facing mental health issues, right? Mm. 
so what do, yeah so what does actually mental health mean to you is it the same as the happiness or is it simply the absence of the mental illness how you'll treat as mental health yeah oh that's a great question um you know i come from a family that um has been visited by depression and bipolarism uh you know through generations um it's uh, afflicted you know my uh my father and my brother for sure um and so mental health is um something that is very important and it is something that i think we see a rise in uh in modern times period but the pandemic times for sure have uh, have really amplified um and and created more struggles around mental health I, again i think that it, it is integrated into our physical and spiritual well-being as well uh, when i began writing onward it was a very different book because it was started in january of 2020 and when the pandemic came to the united states in march of 2020 i really did a complete pivot as to what it was about and it really is a book about how people can experience greater tranquility equanimity and even joy even during very difficult challenging times like the times that we're living in now um you know it's, i am in no way shape or form trying to be a, a psychologist or a counselor but the book is is written from the perspective of um, some principles from philosophy and psychology and neuroscience that are vetted by time um, and science and so uh, you know it's not a substitution for um, seeing professionals but it's it's a book that's deeply intended to help people um, who may be struggling during times like these and, and hopefully give some principles and practices that would help them experience a little bit more equanimity and joy and a little less um, fear and stress in their day-to-day -day lives during this time of social distancing and, um, you know, and sheltering in place. Yes, and what we observe is many people give a lot more importance to uh, physical health, like they perform vigorous exercises and etc. And they completely neglect about mental health. Yeah, well, I, again, we, we focus, you know, in modern society, in general, but here in the United States, in mm -hmm. particular, we, we often are focused on the wrong, you know, the wrong things are, are the 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 uh, shortcomings of our educational institutions are very very visible during um the pandemic because what we're learning is that um you know we could do we could do education much much better we could um cultivate learning uh as opposed to um instruction if we leveraged all the powerful tools that we have but what we're doing here in the united states at least is um trying to do school virtually the same way we do it in the classroom and that's just ridiculous we're not solving the interesting problem of how how do we make education better um during this time so um you know say you you said it very very well you know we focus so much on physical health and oftentimes we are just treating symptoms as opposed to treating the underlying problems in physical health and we do the same thing with mental health the um 
the solution to any problem is usually not pharmaceuticals. It's usually a, um, a change in our rituals and our routines and our relationships on a day-to-day -day basis. And we can cultivate greater um, health and happiness um, by paying attention, not just to what, what pills we prescribe, but how, how we can help people craft lives that um, forge meaning and build identity and, and uh, cultivate happiness and, and health as well. Yes, exactly. And this pandemic has taught us a lot many things, actually. It taught us about relationships. It taught us about the gratitude. And it taught us about uh, the mental health importance, how we have to live. So this pandemic has brought a drastic change in each and everyone's life. So what challenges you have faced during this pandemic? Any challenges that you want to address? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. so... Up until December of 2020, I was um, still maintaining my guitar lesson studio, which has been something I've been doing for the past 15, 16 years, uh, in addition to my performance career. Um, obviously, you know, I had to make some significant changes when students couldn't come to my studio to get their lessons. I was able to successfully transition my students to online um, learning and did that very, very successfully. Um, I closed my studio only because my other endeavors as a coach in Akimbo and um, Creative on Purpose were becoming um, my main source of income and also needed more of my uh, time and attention. But I loved being a guitar instructor and I really appreciate having that done that work and having that chapter in my life. Um, I would say that I was, again, very, very, very lucky and deeply grateful for the fortune that I've had and that um, my business was able to grow during the time that many people were under a lot of stress and experiencing a lot of misfortune around making a living. Um, you know, my creative on purpose and Akimba workshops have always been online. And so with people spending time at home, maybe... Some people were looking for ways, you know, you spoke to this, that, you know, we're very disconnected, um, social distance and sheltering in place. And now that, so people are craving human interaction and we can still do this online. It's not the same as, you know, being able to have a handshake or a hug or, um, you know, the, sit across the table and look at each other eye to eye, but we can still have meaningful human interactions online. And we're able to do that with Akimbo workshops and also um, at Creative On Purpose. In addition to my one-on-one -on -one coaching, I have group coaching and, and a community of, of people that meet four times a week. And I know that they have all shared that that, that kind of connection has really made an impact on maintaining their um, sense of joy and happiness and, and mental health as we've navigated the pandemic times together. It's good, yeah. So we have to feel uh, lucky, fortunate that we are alive and we are doing now show actually. Yeah. Well, the, the truth is, you know, we, we got lulled yeah. into this false sense that things were always going to be okay. Um, and the fact of the matter is, there is always suffering going on in many places yes. 
across the globe. It just during the pandemic, we all experienced the same misfortune at the same time. And, and, and it was a, you've said this already, it's a poignant reminder that, you know, we took, we're taking a lot for granted and we still have a lot to be grateful for. And because we are human beings born with the capacity of reason, a social instinct, um, and the ability to creatively solve difficult problems, we can come together and, um, make things better for all concerned. Yes. Yeah, that sounds great. And uh, Scott, final question that I would like to ask you is one piece of advice to the present young generation. One piece of advice. Well, that is a great question. Uh, you know, I think the thing that I am seeing, you know, my, my, my sons are millennials and a lot of my students, um, you know, are in their teens and twenties. Uh, some of my clients now are in their teens and twenties. I'm actually learning far more from them than I think, um, they are learning from me sometimes just because I, I see the youth of today recognizing that the institutions and the systems that they've inherited are profoundly broken and not not serving um in the in the way that they should um and you know they that recognition is really useful and helpful because you know I, I think we can all work together to build systems and institutions that recognize the abundance available to everyone in the world and, you know, as a person that's um, inherited a great deal of privilege, I feel like it's my part of the duty of being a, a person of privilege is to um, extend privilege to as many other people as I can. So if, um, if I were to share any kind of insight with younger people, it would be to, you know, seek to, to as they continue to recognize the things that are broken and, and, and apply themselves to fixing them to know that they have allies and supporters uh, from previous generations and from antiquity. I mean, I am deeply influenced by the meditations of Marcus Aurelius, which were composed in the 300s AD. Um, the wisdom of that book has informed and inspired my journey ever since I was in the seventh grade when I was a young person. Um, you know, so there is, um, while things may appear to be profoundly broken and not working, we also have the wisdom and the tools to make things better by making better things, to quote my friend Seth Godin. Um, and so let's work together to make things better. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, we have to work together to make things better. Yes. Teamwork plays an important role, actually. Yeah, Scott, uh, so it's a very great and it's very nice and it's very interactive session that we had. And thank you very much for giving your time and attending on my show. It's my privilege to have you on my show. And I hope you have many more and more achievements in your life. And I'm waiting for more and more books to be uh, published in Amazon. So we were eagerly waiting to buy the books. And the, the, the one thing that attracted me more is your book Onward. So it was very nice, actually. Uh, 
the line was very catchy and it was very inspiring uh, hope i'll get time and i'll read your book <laughs> well thank you very much and tatavarti i <laughs> deeply appreciate the difference that you're making and the great work that you're doing it's it's been a privilege and a pleasure to have this conversation with you and i'm very grateful for the invitation and the opportunity thank you very much scott yeah so recently itself i have started this uh, my podcast show like a blissful life so where i have been uh, engaging with all the people all over the world uh, recently i had three guest shows uh, from switzerland i had so they were mental health yeah they were mental health coaches and it was also very nice interaction as i am very uh, as i am in very young age i have to get a lot of experience like uh, talking to great people like you i have to learn many more things from you and learning is everything yeah each and every day i have to learn and hoping i would be uh, reaching to a stage like you people one day <laughs> you're well on your way and you're making a difference already and uh, it's glorious to behold thank you so much tatavarti uh, thank you scott so one one final last question so how was the interaction with me how did you feel after talking to me you are a brilliant uh, interviewer you asked wonderful questions i appreciate that you investigated my work a little bit and were able to you know draw some threads from the work um you're doing everything right and i can only imagine that you're just going to continue to get better and better at what you're doing and and i want you to know that it makes a difference right now um and i applaud that you have aspirations to uh you know achieve more and do better um but i hope you'll also uh, recognize and appreciate that you're you're doing great right now <laughs> Thank you thank you Scott very much thank you very much and hope love peace health happiness wealth and everything come to your life and it's very nice interacting with you thank you very much hope we will meet one day in a very big country in very big world hope uh, there'll be opportunity to meet you one day I I would love that thank you Tata <laughs> thank you Scott thank you it's very nice interacting with you bye bye stay safe and stay happy Stay safe, be well. Bye. Hi Scott. Hi <laughs> Tatavarti. Hopefully the third time will be a charm. Yeah, yeah. How are you? Very, very well. I hope you are. Yeah, I'm doing good. And hope you're following all the precautionary measures and you're staying safe during this pandemic time. Absolutely. I hope the same for you. Yeah sure you're also doing good but hope uh, starting with a positive note uh, no more positive cases should be identified in any of the state and all should be healthy and peaceful Yes Yeah uh, hi friends so today we have Scott uh, one of the eminent guest in our podcast show so let me give you all a short and sweet introduction about Scott Perry and his areas of expertise and his achievements Scott Perry is creative on purpose chief difference maker and author of the Amazon top sellers Endeavor and Onward. In addition to difference maker coaching, Scott is a head coach in Seth Godkin's Akimbo workshops. Scott is a husband and father who goes for a cemetery run every day and quotes Marcus Aurelius more often than he should. Scott believes you enhance your life most through the work that elevates others. 
he's on a mission to help people like you fly higher in the difference only you can make hope i had given a very nice introduction scott what do you say that's fantastic thank you so much <laughs> tatavarti i appreciate this opportunity to speak with you thank you very much scott it's my privilege to have you on my show and could you please elaborate about the uh, top sellers books of you uh, endeavor and onward what endeavor and onward speaks about sure um yeah. so endeavor was a book uh, both both books are handbooks they're very very short and they're intended to be very pragmatic and approachable and help you get going with the lessons that are inside them and and move into possibility with the difference only you can make endeavor is very much a book about finding uh discovering developing and delivering the difference only you can make uh, an endeavor is any meaningful work that you do with and for others that seeks to enhance your own life by elevating the lives of others onward is uh a a book that is about embracing uncertainty and navigating adversity because the, both will happen if you're engaged in an endeavor and it's a book that is intended to help people experience less stress and more flourishing and equanimity as they lean into the inevitable challenges of doing meaningful work and it gives basically a three-step process based on principles from stoic philosophy that will help you make better decisions and lean into challenges and make a difference with and for the people that you find yourself with oh wow that's incredible actually uh, this line has grasped my attention uh, the caption of the onward where the satiety ends possibility begins yeah that's the the subtitle and it's it's a reference to what makes human being so fascinating we are creatures that crave the status quo we like to know where we stand and what's expected and we are also very aspirational creatures that want to strive and push the edges of our ability and understanding to better ourselves and we maintain you know these two thing these two kind of opposing impulses often at the same time and every every single day and so the book again is encouraging readers to explore the edges of their understanding and ability to leave aside their value judgments and their strong emotional attachments and lean into the the possibility and of developing their promise as and becoming better human beings doing better work um and doing that work with and for other people yeah it was a very catchy line indeed so it was very <laughs> yeah and one more uh, question i would like to ask you scott uh, like chief difference maker so what exactly the role of the difference maker so how you would bring the difference yeah so my brand is called creative on purpose so it's obviously okay. about and uh, about leveraging our inherent creative nature our ability to work together uh collaborate and solve interesting or difficult problems and to do that with intention and integrity and all human beings are difference makers because as we collide with each other and as we engage in our work and in our roles and relationships uh in our lives we have an impact on other people and if you're going to have an impact if you're going to make a difference why not make it a difference for the better and why not 
um, explore your potential and deliver on your promise through work that can be done to elevate others as well. And so, you know, at Creative on Purpose, we assert that everyone is a creative and we encourage people to engage or reacquaint themselves with their creative um, nature. We encourage them to do that thoughtfully and deliberately and on purpose. And we encourage them to find an endeavor where they can make the difference that only they can make um, by doing meaningful work with and for others. Yeah, that's great. And your work speaks a lot, actually. Uh, you enhance your life most through the work that elevates others. That was super fantastic. Yes, our work speaks a lot. And it's worthy enough. Like, uh, what do you feel like uh, when people uh, buy books on Amazon and when read your book? So what is your reaction as an author? So what do you feel? Um. Well, gratitude more than anything. Uh, yeah, I never intended. I never imagined that I would um, be uh, the, the author of any books. I never had that aspiration. Um, although when I say that out loud, I'm reminded that as a as a very young boy, I used to um, borrow my parents' typewriter. Uh, maybe some of your um, listeners don't know what that is, but before there were were computers, keyboards, there were actual physical typewriters that typed letters as you pushed buttons and i used to create these little um these little storybooks i would you know type type pages of um text and then illustrate and staple them together and share them with my family and friends um so maybe i did have that impulse at an early age but i certainly didn't i lost touch with it for a very long time i didn't publish my first book until i was um in my 50s and now I've published seven handbooks um, in, in six years. Uh, and it's fantastic. You know, we, we, we live in an age where we have these powerful digital tools. And yeah. in a way, it's, it, it's uh, you know, since anybody can publish a book, almost everybody does publish a book. So it's very noisy and crowded. But again, by just being really intentional about what I'm creating and who I'm creating for, it for I'm able to get the handbooks into the hands of people that um, will benefit from it. And I, you know, I hear from people almost every single day uh, in my email inbox, uh, who have collided with my work, who have read my books, and who share that it's made a real difference in their life. So it's just uh, immensely gratifying to have my work out in the world and see that it's making a difference for some people. Yeah, you're doing amazing. So as a child, you never dreamt of becoming an author, right? Yeah. It's, it's, so now, it, yeah, tell me. Oh, I was just going to say, it, 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 what happened was uh, I, I, I made a living for most of my adult life as a professional musician. Um, I was okay. very, very lucky to be able to raise a family and maintain a family and, um, you know, buy homes and put kids through college and buy cars and all that by doing something I deeply loved, which was playing music for other people. Um, but when I transitioned into this work that I'm doing at Creative on Purpose and the, being a head coach in the Akimbo workshops, um, I was trying to figure out what, you know, what was I going to do next? I knew I wanted to do something new um, and something different. And writing is how I made sense of what it was that I was trying to build, uh, mostly through blogging. But then when I had a hundred blog posts, it, I realized that there was a theme 
and that if I repurposed a lot of that content, I could create my first book, which was called The Stoic Creative Handbook. Um, and I've done the same for all seven of my books. They're really just uh, collections. They're, they're based on the collective inspiration and insight that I've gleaned from my weekly blogging practice. Uh, and so it's it seemed like the natural next step to become, uh, a, you know, an author and leverage Amazon to be able to get my work and my ideas out into the world. That sounds great, Scott. And uh, actually, when I'm going through bio, I have seen that you're a head coach in Seth Godkin's Akimbo workshops, right? Yes. So what type of works will be performed uh, in the Akimbo workshops? Could you please elaborate on that? Yeah, so my transformation and and my pivot from being a musician to being uh, a coach and an author came as a result of Seth Godin's Alt-MBA program uh, that was in August of 2016. That's a workshop that's a 30-day sprint done with um, cohorts of other students uh, that's deeply transformative. You you get to explore um, your potential and your promise, and you discover that you're capable of doing much more and doing much better than you've been doing. Uh, I completed that program, went through the training to become a coach in the Alt MBA, but didn't get selected to coach in, in the next uh, session. And then months later, was invited into the first Akimbo workshop, which is called the Marketing Seminar and was asked to become a coach for the Akemba workshops um, after that. Uh, those workshops are different than the Alt-MBA in that they are usually longer than 30 days and they are, uh, most of the activity occurs on f discussion boards between students and coaches are really just um, there in these programs to uh, protect and promote the process, which is to get students to lean into the content into, and each other to level up in whatever the theme of the workshop is. So the marketing seminar is obviously about becoming a, an ethical storyteller and uh, using uh, moral, moral rules to connect your work with the people that need it. Um, I head coach in the creatives workshop, which probably speaks for itself, but it's about turning pro and a creative endeavor. I also had coached in the freelancers workshop, which is targeted at freelancers. Uh, I've coached in the bootstrappers workshop and the story skills workshop. And so if you go to akimbo.com, uh, there's an array of workshops and I'm sure that they have one um, that would be right for your listeners. They're very powerful programs and I'm very, very grateful and lucky to be able to be a uh, head coach in those programs. Okay, outstanding. And coming to your roles played, like you're playing the role of husband, father, coach, and difference maker. <laughs> and this is a somewhat a funny question, but I hope you would answer this. So which role is giving you the hundred percent satisfaction? Ah. Hope your wife is not hope your wife is not listening to this podcast, actually. Well, she, uh, she would agree with the answer I'm going to give. So one of the things I talk about in Onward is how uh, this idea of life-work balance that we talk a lot about, at least here in the United States, is actually um, a delusion and an invitation to shame. You know, there's no such thing as work-life balance. We spend all of our all of our lives being alive um, and we spend a third of that 
living in work and whatever work we do to pay the bills, work we have to do is what I call it. And then, but we also have this opportunity to do the work we get to do, which is what Endeavor and Onward is all about. And so rather than think of myself as, oh, sometimes I'm a husband and sometimes a father and sometimes I'm a coach and sometimes I'm a musician, I just think of myself as a fully integrated Scott Perry on a quest to become a better version of himself. I show up in all my roles and relationships um, as the best version of Scott Perry that exists at that moment. So whether I'm with my wife or with my sons or as a coach in the Akimba workshops or making a difference as a difference maker coach uh, in creative on purpose, I'm showing up fully as who I am. I know what my values are, my guiding principles. I, I recognize my skills and talents. And I try to put myself into situations where I'm spending most of my time with people who share my values and need my talents to enhance their lives. Wow, that's great and inspiring. <laughs> Uh, apart from uh, your achievements and all, Scott, so I would like to ask one general question. Uh, so during this pandemic time, uh, we have seen many people are facing mental health issues, right? Mm. Yeah. So what? Yeah. So what does actually mental health mean to you? Is it the same as the happiness, or is it simply the absence of the mental illness? How you treat as mental health? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. Um, you know, I come from a family that um, has been visited by depression and bipolarism, uh, you know, through generations. Um, it's uh, afflicted, you know, my uh, my father and my brother, for sure. Um, and so mental health is um, something that is very important. And it is something that I think we see a rise in uh, in modern times period, but the pandemic times for sure have uh, have really amplified um, and and created more struggles around mental health. I, again, I think that it, it is integrated into our physical and spiritual well-being as well. Uh, when I began writing Onward, it was a very different book because it was started in January of 2020. And when the pandemic came to the United States in March of 2020, I really did a complete pivot as to what it was about. And it really is a book about how people can experience greater tranquility, equanimity, and even joy, even during very difficult, challenging times, like the times that we're living in now. Um, you know, it's, I am in no way, shape or form trying to be a, a psychologist or a counselor, but the book is is written from the perspective of um, some principles from philosophy and psychology and neuroscience that are vetted by time um, and science. And so, uh, you know, it's not a substitution for um, seeing professionals, but it's, it's a book that's deeply intended to help people um, who may be struggling during times like these and, and hopefully give some principles and practices that would help them experience a little bit more equanimity and joy and a little less um, fear and stress in their day-to-day -day lives during this time of social distancing and, um, you know, and sheltering in place. 
Yes, and what we observe is many people give a lot more importance to uh, physical health, like they perform vigorous exercises and etc., and they completely neglect about mental health. Yeah, well, I, again, we we focus, you know, in modern society in general, but here in the United States in mm. particular, we we often are focused on the wrong, you know, the wrong things are are the 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 uh, shortcomings of our educational institutions are very very visible during um the pandemic because what we're learning is that um you know we could do we could do education much much better we could um cultivate learning uh as opposed to um instruction if we leveraged all the powerful tools that we have but what we're doing here in the United States at least is um trying to do school virtually the same way we do it in the classroom and that's just ridiculous we're not solving the interesting problem of how how do we make education better um during this time so um you know to say you you said it very very well you know we focus so much on physical health and oftentimes we are just treating symptoms as opposed to treating the underlying problems in physical health and we do the same thing with mental health the um the solution to any problem is usually not pharmaceuticals. It's usually a um, a change in our rituals and our routines and our relationships on a day-to-day -day basis. And we can cultivate greater um, health and happiness um, by paying attention, not just to what, what pills we prescribe, but how, how we can help people craft lives that um, forge meaning and build identity and, and uh, cultivate happiness and, and health as well. Yes, exactly. And this pandemic has taught us a lot many things, actually. It taught us about relationships. It taught us about the gratitude. And it taught us about uh, the mental health importance, how we have to live. So this pandemic has brought a drastic change in each and everyone's life. So what challenges you have faced during this pandemic any challenges that you want to address? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. so up until December of 2020, I was um, still maintaining my guitar lesson studio, which has been something I've been doing for the past 15, 16 years, uh, in addition to my performance career. Um, obviously, you know, I had to make some significant changes when students couldn't come to my studio to get their lessons. I was able to successfully transition my students to online um, learning and did that very, very successfully. Um, I closed my studio only because my other endeavors as a coach in Akimbo and um, Creative on Purpose were becoming um, my main source of income and also needed more of my uh, time and attention, but I loved being a guitar instructor and I really appreciate having that done that work and having that chapter in my life. Um, I would say that I was again, very, very, very lucky and deeply grateful for the fortune that I've had and that um, my business was able to grow during the time that many people were under a lot of stress and experiencing a lot of misfortune around making a living. Um, you know, my creative on purpose and Akimba workshops have always been online. And so with people spending time at home, 
maybe some people were looking for ways, you know, you spoke to this, that, you know, we're very disconnected, um, social distance and sheltering in place. And now that, so people are craving human interaction and we can still do this online. It's not the same as, you know, being able to have a handshake or a hug or, um, you know, the, sit across the table and look at each other eye to eye, but we can still have meaningful human interactions online. And we're able to do that with Akimbo workshops and also um, at Creative On Purpose. In addition to my one-on-one -on -one coaching, I have group coaching and, and a community of, of people that meet four times a week. And I know that they have all shared that that, that kind of connection has really made an impact on maintaining their um, sense of joy and happiness and, and mental health as we've navigated the pandemic times together. It's good, yeah. So we have to feel uh, lucky, fortunate that we are alive and we are doing now show actually. Yeah. Well, the, the truth is, you know, we, we got lulled yeah. into this false sense that things were always going to be okay. Um, and the fact of the matter is, there is always suffering going on in many places yes. across the globe. It just during the pandemic, we all experienced the same misfortune at the same time. And, and, and it was, a you've said this already, it's a poignant reminder that, you know, we took, we're taking a lot for granted and we still have a lot to be grateful for. And because we are human beings born with the capacity of reason, a social instinct, um, and the ability to creatively solve difficult problems, we can come together and um, make things better for all concerned. Yes, yeah, that sounds great. And uh, Scott, final question that I would like to ask you is one piece of advice to the present young generation. One piece of advice, well, mm. That is a great question. Uh, you know, I think the thing that I am seeing, you know, my, my, my sons are millennials and a lot of my students, um, you know, are in their teens and twenties. Uh, so my clients now are in their teens and twenties. I'm actually learning far more from them than I think, um, they are learning from me sometimes just because I, I see the youth of today recognizing that the institutions and the systems that they've inherited are profoundly broken and not not serving um, in the in the way that they should. Um, and, you know, they that recognition is really useful and helpful because, you know, I think we can all work together to build systems and institutions that recognize the abundance available to everyone in the world. And, you know, as a person that's um, inherited a great deal of privilege, I feel like it's my part of the duty of being a, a person of privilege is to um, extend privilege to as many other people as I can. So if, um, if I were to share any kind of insight with younger people, it would be to, you know, seek to, to as they continue to recognize the things that are broken and, and, and apply themselves to fixing them to know that they have allies and supporters 
uh, from previous generations and from antiquity. I mean, I am deeply influenced by the meditations of Marcus Aurelius, which were composed in the 300s AD. Um, the wisdom of that book has informed and inspired my journey ever since I was in the seventh grade when I was a young person. Um, you know, so there is, um, while things may appear to be profoundly broken and not working, we also have the wisdom and the tools to make things better by making better things, to quote my friend Seth Godin. Um, and so let's work together to make things better. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, we have to work together to make things better. Yes, teamwork plays an important role, actually. Yeah, Scott, uh, so it's a very great and it's very nice and it's very interactive session that we had. And thank you very much for giving your time and attending on my show. It's my privilege to have you on my show. And I hope you have many more and more achievements in your life. And I'm waiting for more and more books to be uh, published in Amazon. So we were eagerly waiting to buy the books. And the, the, the one thing that attracted me more is your book Onward. So it was very nice, actually. Uh, the line was very catchy and it was very inspiring. Uh, hope I'll get time and I'll read your book. <laughs> Well, thank you very much. And Tatavarti, I <laughs> deeply appreciate the difference that you're making and the great work that you're doing. It's It's been a privilege and a pleasure to have this conversation with you. And I'm very grateful for the invitation and the opportunity. Thank you very much, Scott. Yeah. So recently itself, I have started this, uh, my podcast show, like A Blissful Life. So where I have been uh, engaging with all the people all over the world. Uh, recently, I had three guest shows uh, from Switzerland I had. So they were mental health, yeah, they were mental health coaches and it was also very nice interaction as I am very, uh, as I'm in very young age, I have to get a lot of experience, like uh, talking to great people like you, I have to learn many more things from you and learning is everything. Yeah, each and every day I have to learn and hoping I would be uh, reaching to a stage like you people one day. <laughs> You're well on your way and you're making a difference already. And uh, it's glorious to behold. Thank you so much, Tatavarti. Thank you, Scott. So one one final last question. So how was the interaction with me? How did you feel after talking to me? You are a brilliant uh, interviewer. You asked wonderful questions. I appreciate that you investigated my work a little bit and were able to, you know, draw some threads from the work. Um, you're doing everything right. And I can only imagine that you're just going to continue to get better and better at what you're doing. And, and I want you to know that it makes a difference right now. Um, and I applaud that you have aspirations to, uh, you know, achieve more and do better. Um, but I hope you'll also uh, recognize and appreciate that you're, you're doing great right now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Scott, very much. Thank you very much. And hope, love, peace, health, happiness, wealth and everything come to your life. And it's very nice interacting with you. Thank you very much. Hope we will meet one day in a very big country, in a very big world. Hope uh, there'll be opportunity to meet you one day. I, I would love that. Thank you, Tata. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. Thank you. It's very nice interacting with you. Bye-bye. Stay safe and stay happy. Stay safe. Be well. Bye.